this is Coupled, Coupled for Life, your marriage podcast with Jason and Elizabeth Franklin. Sparking communication in intertribal and intercultural marriages. Excited that you've joined us on today's episode on Coupled for Life Marriage Podcast, where we spark communication in your marriage. We are your hosts, Elizabeth Wanjiro Franklin and Jason Franklin Ochola. It's good to have you here. If you haven't visited our website, kindly check it out. It's www.coupledforlife.org. You could also send us an email on connect at coupledforlife.org. Today we continue with part two. Let's dive right in. For point number six, mm-hmm. I would say this. Do not stereotype. Take the person you are courting mm-hmm. as an individual mm-hmm. and not a community. Because if you take them as a community, you will not appreciate them for who they are. Mm-hmm. Judge them based on their character, not the community they've come from. Their relationship with God is the first thing that you need to check. Mm-hmm. Are they serious about their relationship with God? Do they know God? Mm-hmm. Do they have a relationship with Him? Mm-hmm. How is their relationship? Is it just something that they say with their mouths, but it's not real in their hearts? What is their character when they are alone, when they are with other people? Mm-hmm. From the words that they speak. You will be able to tell. Mm. You will know them by their fruits. Yes. That's what the scripture tells Out us. of the abundance of their hearts, you will know when someone speaks, you will know their character. Yeah. Do not let the community mm-hmm. define the individual. Mm-hmm. Let the individual define themselves. Mm-hmm. Not even them defining their community. Yeah. Well, they come from a community. You can't negate that. Mm-hmm. But don't let the stereotypes of that community be the thing you allow your relatives to speak into your mind concerning your fiancé or your fiancé. When we talk about communities, in Kenya we have different tribes. In fact, more than 40 tribes. Yes. And each community has certain characteristics that we've taken to be stereotypes. And we take them as everybody from this community does this. Mm -hmm. On the larger scale, we have races. Peradventure, you are from Africa and you're marrying someone from the Asian community. There are stereotypes there as well. Mm. You know, we think that they will make us eat foods that we don't mm-hmm. advocate for. Mm-hmm. And probably this one individual person that you are going to marry is not like that. And yes, while communities also dictate who we are, it's good to judge someone not in light of their community but in line of who they themselves are. And we are hoping that by the time that you're looking at this person, you've actually prayed about it. Mm. So that when you're dealing with these stereotypes and you're looking at the things that matter to both of you, you are making the right decision in the right way. So let the first thing you judge an individual by be their relationship with Christ, Mm -hmm. then their character and not the community they come from. And in line with that, our seventh point is appreciate each other's differences. Yes, yes, yes. Because we are all different. Yeah. Number one, 
we come from different countries mm -hmm. and in these different countries there are different let's take kenya for example there are different communities mm -hmm. 40 plus yeah and in each community there are different families mm -hmm. and in each family each individual is different right appreciate the fact that we are all different in this entire spectrum i do not sound like my brother mm -hmm. i don't look like him mm -hmm. i don't behave like him yeah. but we come from one family mm -hmm. our family does not behave like other families in our community mm -hmm. the tenets we believe in are not necessarily the same things that another family in the same community will believe in. You can even break it down to the location they live in. But even these families come from one community. These communities are different. Mm -hmm. The things they do as a community. Yeah. You come from the Kikuyu community. I come from the Luo community. History tells us we came from different locations. And just by that, we're exposed to different cultures. And the thing about being different is that it helps us bring different things to the table. Whatever it is that you bring, and I bring a different thing, it now helps us to better our marriage, to better our relationships. Mm -hmm. If we were both the exact same person with the exact same upbringing, it would not even be natural. Mm. The one thing that we need to always remember is that we are not superior to any other person. No, you're not. Your tribe is not superior to another tribe. You are not better than the other person because they are not from your community. Mm -hmm. We are all individuals. We are all created by the same God. The color of our blood is the same. Mm. And it's the one that flows in all our veins. Yes. And so appreciate where you are both coming from. Mm. And accept each other instead of looking down on each other it does not matter if you're marrying across cultures or marrying from the same culture you are still totally different persons mm -hmm. different personalities different habits and this makes your union mm -hmm. unique yes. in itself if someone from the Luo community was to marry another person from the same community even if they lived in the same area yeah they'd still be different and mm. they are as unique as an african who marries an asian mm -hmm. they're as unique and as beautiful as god has designed them to be because god loves diversity he does any forest that has naturally occurred and not planted by man has such diversity in it mm. no two trees will look the same even if those two trees are the same type of tree, mm. one baobab tree standing next to another baobab tree won't look the same. Mm. You'll tell both of them are baobab trees, mm. but the direction this branch has grown in is not the same direction that other branch from the other tree has grown in. You are totally different and that uniqueness mm. makes your union beautiful. So appreciate it. Whether your spouse comes from a community that loves eating things that you're not used to, mm -hmm. that's them. Yeah. And the beauty is this, in marriage, you can form your own new culture. Yeah. Form your own new culture that the two of you, that your children and their children to whatever generation God will bless you with, have a culture that they can follow. Because mm -hmm. they too will marry from other communities and make life beautiful as it is. Number eight, in the process of your courtship, 
towards marriage, friends and family will be around you and they'll ask many things, they'll say many things and time to time they may say things that do not auger well with you. Mm -hmm. Things that are hurtful, mm -hmm. things that are odd and outlandish and even improper. Mm -hmm. But you'll be surprised to find out that these things that they're saying are not out of judgment. Yeah. It is the way of expressing concern and love for you. Mm -hmm. They may use stereotypes. Let's jump to that. They may use stereotypes about the one you're courting and say, the people from that community usually do this. Mm -hmm. But they're not saying it to bring that person down mm. or to separate you. They're saying it because they're concerned for you that you're about to get into a relationship with a person who comes from that community and they don't want to see you get hurt. Mm -hmm. But since you know this person as an individual and you appreciate them for their character, it is important that you also look at things from the perspective of your friends and family. Mm -hmm. Listen to what they have to say mm -hmm. and judge if it is proper and worth taking into account mm -hmm. or it is simply a stereotyping or something that is just skewed. An opinion that is outlandish. Mm. So you need to be sober and as this information is, is coming to you, don't fight back. Listen and with a clear mind, think on the things that they are bringing up. Sometimes we may have ignored a red flag. And now this is God using family and some friends to bring these things to your mind and to bring them before your eyes so that you're not completely ignorant of them. Mm -hmm. You may have ignored it once, but God will send yet another person to tell you, but have you seen this? Have you considered this? I have seen this about so-and-so. I have heard this, you know. And that also gives you a chance to take it back to God in prayer. And speak with your loved one. Yes. Because if you do, you're able to iron things out. You're able to see how they react. If something is brought up, let's say they have a child out of wedlock. And they did not tell you about it. You get to know it. On the same example, if they have a child out of wedlock and they had told you about it mm -hmm. and then this friend comes and tells you, oh, you know, I realize they have a child out of wedlock, but you're aware of that. And you say, yes, I know. Yes, I know. And we have discussed it and that's okay. I will accept that child. That is our decision. It will not give the enemy a foothold mm. to come and fight you. It's true. Whether then or later. Yeah. And as we have said, judge what your family is concerned about, mm -hmm. talk with your spouse-to-be about it, and make a decision, the two of you concerning it. Because at times, what our families are concerned about are not things worth being concerned about. Some are concerned about the other person's social status, mm -hmm. the other person's job, or something in that line. If it's in line with that, you should not look down upon your spouse-to-be because of something like a societal status mm -hmm. or the kind of job they're holding. But if it is something about character, mm. mannerisms, mm -hmm. and as we said in a previous point, their relationship with Christ, mm -hmm. it is something you must consider. Because mm. those are paramount. 
those could be red flags that you need to flee. Yes. So ensure you look at it soberly and discuss it. In line with that is our point number nine. That many voices will speak. But who are you going to listen to? What is the superior voice that you're listening to? Mm -hmm. It ought to be God's voice. So you need to know when God is speaking to you. As our shepherd, he says that his sheep know his voice. Mm -hmm. As his sheep, can you recognize his voice? Mm -hmm. Among everyone who is speaking, what is the voice that is speaking loudest to you? Which is the voice that you're going to listen to and obey? Mm. It might come to a place where you will have to make a decision, a choice to stand as one. And you may have to stand with your spouse to be against all odds. Mm -hmm. And trusting and knowing that no matter what, God has your back. Mm. If God has said, ignore the naysayers, go ahead because this is my will for you. There may be people who are holding you back, not out of jealousy, but out of love for you. But that love is going to hold you back from the purposes of God for your life. And so, as a child of God, you need to know His voice and stand by the person that He is speaking to you about. And know that He has your interests at heart and He is going to take you where He wants you to be. I love the way you've said it, that the voice of God is what you ought to give superiority. Mm -hmm. Because many voices speak, but who have you given authority mm. to speak over you? Yes. Is it God and the word of God? Mm -hmm. Or is it your parent? Or that distant relative? Or the community? Or even your best friend? Or your best couple? Mm? Have you given them the superior voice mm -hmm. over God's voice. And God will not compete with other voices. It's either you listen to his voice and point number one, obey, mm -hmm. or ignore his voice and the nudgings of his spirit in you mm -hmm. and go down your own path. Mm -hmm. Whose voice will you listen to? Will you listen to your own voice? Yeah. Or will you listen to your spouse's voice? And this is in anything from culture to need to the situation you're going through all of these have voices mm -hmm. but when you give God's voice the preeminence mm -hmm. his voice is what will stand out even when every other voice is screaming mm -hmm. you'll be able to tell this is God's voice speaking mm -hmm. to me and let me follow it mm -hmm. all these other voices are hush 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 yeah and not all of them will keep quiet They'll mm. still be shouting mm. and blaring their voices at you. It reminds me of this scripture where the disciples are crossing the sea mm -hmm. and they left Jesus behind. And he comes walking to them on the water. Mm -hmm. And the disciples allow him into the boat. Mm -hmm. The scripture does not tell us that the storm ended. Mm -hmm. But it tells us that they got to shore. Yeah. The storms that come with the many voices that will speak mm -hmm. may not cease mm -hmm. but when you stand as one yeah and especially stand on the word of god and his instruction to you mm -hmm. you will reach your shore yes you will and these other voices they may keep raging mm. but you are in the right path since it is the path god has ordained for you 
And I know we are talking about courtship and having God's voice being superior to other voices while you're courting. But this continues even in marriage. Mm. Such that when you know what God is saying, you will cultivate it even in your marriage and you will continually follow God's guidance in marriage. Condition yourself to listen to God's voice. Yeah. Like a cat that knows when it's about to be fed. Mm-hmm. There's a certain sequence of events that happens mm-hmm. and then it hears the sound of its feeding bowl mm-hmm. scratching on the ground, for example. It will know, that's my feeding bowl. It's mm. time for me to eat. Mm. That should be the way we instantly recognize God's voice mm-hmm. when he speaks. Condition yourself, teach yourself to learn to know God's voice when Absolutely. he speaks. Absolutely. On to our last point. Point number 10. Mm-hmm. Nothing beats prayer. Oh, absolutely. Nothing beats prayer. For you who've been tuned in, we told you during our courtship, all the trials we went through, mm-hmm. all the testing we went through, the tension that was there in that year, 2013, and the indifference that was there between the two communities we come from, we resorted to pray and seek God's face. Mm-hmm. So that even those who are speaking against our relationship eventually turned around and were the very ones speaking blessing mm-hmm. upon us. Mm-hmm. Nothing beat prayer. And still, nothing beats prayer. Mm-hmm. Pray about everything. God will shed light on all that is shrouded in the dark for you in this period of your courtship. Even if it means something that your spouse-to-be has hidden from you. Mm-hmm. hmm Yeah. Speak to God about it. Let Him expose everything that needs to be exposed. Let Him cover everything that needs to be covered. Let Him provide, as in pray concerning your relationship mm-hmm. before marriage, during your courtship, every step of the way every little thing even that one thing that you think does not account for much Mm. like you value timekeeping and then your spouse to be does not value time Mm. you love dressing in a certain way but the other does not value your kind of dressing whatever is simple or complex Mm. bring it to god in prayer he specializes in sorting things out Mm -hmm. let me read a portion of scripture From the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, from verse 12 to 13. This is what it says. You will call to me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. When we are seeking God's will, and we truly want what he wants for us, when we come to him and ask him about it, and we seek him concerning these matters, we surely will find him. And he is a faithful God. Mm -hmm. He will not let your foot stumble. No, he won't. He will not watch you going in the wrong direction. He will save you from snares. He absolutely will. And you will not ask him for bread and he gives you a stone. Mm. That's not our God. He loves you and he wants the best for you. So come to him, pray about it. Even the things that seem to be trivial. And when he brings things up in your mind and in your heart, 
pray about them as well. Because that's the quickening of the spirit. Yes. Listen to that voice. Pray about those things. And watch God move. Pray, pray. And when you feel you don't want to pray, still pray about that feeling. Mm -hmm. When you're tired, do your best to pray. Mm. When all else fails, pray about it. Yeah. And one thing that stood out for me as well in our time when we were courting, mm -hmm. there was a time I didn't know how to pray uh -huh. about what we were going through. And I was living with our buddy, our common buddy from the previous episode. <laughs> and this morning I woke up and it was around the period for the Ruratio and I didn't know how to pray. And I took one song and played it from 8 a.m. in the morning. Mm -hmm. I think he got bored with me that day. <laughs> but that's the only song that ministered to me that day. I played it from 8 a.m. all the way to 6 p.m. Mm. That song was my prayer that day. And it was a song that was glorifying God. Praising Him and saying, He is lifted high. Mm. When you lift God high and you praise Him, mm -hmm. oh... King Jehoshaphat in the book of Chronicles lifted God high in praise and this is what God did. He set ambushes mm -hmm. against this multitudinous army mm -hmm. that was coming to destroy mm -hmm. Jehoshaphat and the kingdom of Judah at that time. God can do the same for you. Mm -hmm. Praise him. And when you feel tired of praising, pray. When you feel tired of praying, praise. Do it all, but let God be your focus, mm -hmm. not the mountain mm. that is before you. Because you might be seeing a mountain, but to someone else it is an anthill. Mm -hmm. But it does not negate the fact that to you it's a mountain. Mm -hmm. Bring this mountain to God. Yeah. And in faith, believe and speak to it. And pray that mountain away. And God, all he's looking for is faith. As little as a mustard seed. Mm -hmm. But all you have to do is pray. Mm. Pray, pray and pray. And watch God do something in your life as you caught. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for being with us on this podcast. Kindly subscribe if you're listening to us on YouTube. Favorite us on Anchor FM. And also check out our website www.coupledforlife.org. We can't wait to hear from you. We love to get your feedback. So connect with us. Check out our social media pages on Facebook and Instagram at Coupled for Life. You can also subscribe to our mailing list via our website so that you get updates every now and then concerning things we do and what we have in store for you. And for us, our heart above all is for you to please God in your courtship. Stay on the right path and see God do a beautiful thing in your relationship. See you in the next episode. Bye for now. Bye.